1: That's fucking delightful. Fucking delightful. Fucking good combination planning, sliding balls into space. Good, excellent, the other one on the fucking roll. Hello and welcome to the Roger Report podcast in association with Sunderland Community Tube Kitchen. I'm Rich Spate, and I'm joined to discuss very briefly Sunderland's 5-0 home victory against Cheltenham Town down the line by
0: Chris Wynn. How are you this evening, Chris? I'm pretty good, Rich. Thanks, mate. I'm, I'm, it's not bad, is it? I'm just watching you take a big swig of gin there, mate. And you know, it's a 5 mm-hmm. 0 win. What's uh, yeah? What's not to be happy about? You know,
1: third gin of the evening, and uh, uh, I think uh, it's a celebratory one. Um, that that was that was pretty good, wasn't it? I mean, we were we were slick. We were attacking. We were looked dangerous. We could have scored probably double what we scored. Um, we were against a team that decided it was going to keep on playing the same game plan of uh, having the the line kind of 30 yards from goal and having the ball played over the top of them and we uh, we certainly took advantage didn't we
0: yeah well, it's it's bizarre to think isn't it the last time we scored uh, or we won 5-0 was uh, under Phil Parkinson when everyone thought uh, when we beat Tranmere five nil, one of his first games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When everyone thought we were going to play free flowing football under Phil Parkinson, and it didn't quite work out that way, did it? But uh, no. but it's it's weird, isn't it? Tonight, I mean, you've just said there free and slick football, and it was in in flashes, wasn't it? And then for, yeah, for the majority of the game, it was trying to get the ball in behind over the top, wasn't it? The to, to it was, and Stewart.
1: Well, it was route one actually. And, and thinking back to like the opening exchanges, <laughs> my messages to you were, yeah. oh, it's all this long ball shit. <laughs> What's all this long ball shit? Oh, I don't like this. I don't like four four two. I hate 4 <laughs> 4 but, <I, laughs> but it worked. Yeah. But it worked.
0: But I didn't mind that. And it looked, it looked like Lee Johnson had uh, looked at how Cheltenham played. He looked at their back four. Because every time the ball went in behind them and they were further mm. than 20 yards from goal, they you could just tell they were huffing and puffing, they hated it. They hated the fact that every time we got played in behind, Broadhead was already five yards, you know, past them by the time they actually them. knew what was going on. Stewart was holding it up um and then or flicking it on. Um, and their their back for I mean, what I mean we we said before we came on what Michael Duff was playing at with that high line, um, I just don't know. And, and not not even that he played he started with a high line, because that's fair enough. But once we'd knocked it over the top five or six times, you know, change it, <laughs> change something. You
1: drop back, don't you? I mean, the change he made was at half time, which seemed to in 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 some ways I guess it worked to begin with, but it it, it didn't change the game in any way. But let's let's go through those goals because yep. we've got some goals to get through, don't yep, we? yeah. I mean. And and the rain has started hammering down in North Wales as well. I don't if you hear that on the podcast, listeners. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get our goal scorers up. Um, yeah. Well, the first one the first one was um, just after Nathan Broadhead had had laid the ball on for uh, Stuart to miss an absolute sitter. And at that point, I thought, oh, it's going to be one of those evenings, isn't it, where we can't put the ball in the back of a net. Um, <laughs> And uh, But the ball went out for a corner. They cleared it for a corner. It was a lovely, yeah. lovely ball in. And uh, it was Bailey Wright got a head on and and opened the score. And it was nice to see Bailey Wright getting a goal.
0: It was. It was a, good, a nice header, wasn't it? But I just wanted to say about that chance, um, and we'll probably see it over and over again because of the way he's been playing, but that chance that led up to the corner. What a ball by Winchester, by the way. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. He played the ball over the top. Uh, Broadhead went through um, and uh, pulled it back to... But back to Stewart, but but we absolutely fantastic. But he he did it again and again and again all night. Winchester and Huggins did the same on the mm-hmm. other side. But yeah, I mean McGeady yep. corner, Bailey right header, quite quite a kind of an acute angle actually, quite a really good header right into the far corner.
1: It was a solid header, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 I think it was needed because, like I say, it could have been one of those nights. And although he got two goals, I'm not sure Ross <laughs> Stewart was on top form this evening. But he did get the second and third and they were both lovely goals <laughs> and they were both, the architect of both in some ways was, was Nathan Broadhead, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. that pass for the, for, well, no, the second one um, was was a ball uh, in from McGeady, wasn't it? And, and and he dummied it and Stuart ran through and buried it in the bottom right-hand corner. Yeah. It's a beautiful little, um, beautiful finish um but uh the what made it was the, the no touch assist from Nathan Broadhead. Well um beautiful, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well not 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 just that dummy. If you if you rewind it back even further on the halfway line, Evans won the ball in just inside our own yeah. half, laid it into um I think he laid it into Nathan Broadhead, and then Broadhead kind of combined with all, I think it went into Stewart. Stewart laid it off to Broadhead, it was running on, and then yeah. and then Broadhead went wide to, to Winchester but they combined in the centre circle first then it went wide and then it came into the middle Broadhead dummied it, it mm-hmm. and Stuart was at the back post but I mean it, the, the the two strike right two strikers com- combining in the, in the centre circle and then in the mm-hmm. same move 30 seconds well not even 30 seconds later probably 10 seconds later actually combining again in the penalty box I mean I was going to I was going to put it to yeah. you I was going to put it to you Rich name can you name the last real true striking partnership that Sunderland had, because I was struggling with this when I was thinking about this earlier.
1: I, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, Jermaine Defoe did a lot of the work on his own. Yeah. Are we, um. Are we Are we looking at like Benton? Yeah. Kenwyn Jones. That's
0: exactly like, the, kind that's of. That's exactly the two I had in mind. That's the last two I can remember. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it yeah. as a two and i haven't seen us play with a two for such a long time and i thought tonight it was just lovely yeah. to see two strikers playing next to each other and playing off each other
1: it was great um and then obviously we had the pass of the evening mm. from uh from Nathan Broadhead through to through to Aidan McGee in the box but i mean it was just beautiful that that ball was mm. about as top quality as you'll ever see a pass it's certainly in at, at this level of the game uh, to 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 open up their defence and and give McGeady no option but to 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 lay it on a plate for Ross Stewart to to get his second of the evening, make it three 0 when we went in at half time, and I think everyone was was very happy with that scoreline. Although it could have been double, I don't think we've got time to go through uh, missed chances no, this no, evening because no, no. <laughs> no. there was quite a few of them. No. Um, and then. Obviously, we came out in second half. Like I said, they made a substitution and they changed it up. They took a defender off, they uh, put an attacker on. They went four four two. It it had a bit of an effect for about five minutes, but other than that, we were just completely dominant, yeah. weren't we?
0: Yeah, we we were a class above completely. I mean, the, the the first five, well, I think it was the first five, almost ten minutes of the second half. Um, it was Cheltenham's best spell of the game, and it was purely because they came out trying to get some pride back in. And we, I think uh, Lee Johnson probably said they're going to have a go just because they're three 0 down. They've got nothing to lose. Just be careful first five ten minutes, and then after that, boom. We we just kind of took over the game. And uh, I mean, just just going back to that, uh, just quickly that that third goal. I mean, again, uh, just to mention Nathan Broadhead because I thought he was fantastic tonight. I mean, just just his first touch, you could just tell he's a player, but he didn't get the goal, but. It was all about Nathan Broadhead, That the fact that it was 3-0 at mm. half
1: Yeah, yeah. Die down, boy. As they say around here, die <laughs> young. Very good. I'll believe you. Um, abs- absolutely brilliant. And, you know, I couldn't be more pleased from, uh, you know, he's, he's from round where I live and, you know, everyone around here is rooting for him. And it was just lovely to watch. It was just really, really nice to watch a player who's obviously got quality Obviously, being chomping at the bit to get a chance mm. and take it, and and th- I mean the one downside for the game is that he he didn't get that goal. Yeah. <laughs> he got he was through, and in the second half, I mean we're skipping a little bit before, but it was through in the second half. And I actually think uh, their defender made a really good save. Mm. He kind of combined with the goalkeeper to, to uh, the defender made a tackle combined with the goalkeeper, um, and, and it went out for a corner. But that was his his big opportunity and he had one that hit the side netting as well. Yeah, but Luke 0-9 did get the, the 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 fourth goal on sixty five minutes, um, and that was just after Diaku came on. Diaku came on, and it, and it kind of needed that the game, didn't it? It um, Johnson took off um who would had a fantastic game, yeah. uh, but he, he brought the energy of Diaku on, and it was from a Diaku corner. Eventually, he came out and. Um, and Evans uh, cut a lovely ball back for nine to to finish with a plum, really, is not he? He put that in with it. He really um,
0: struck that ball really well. Yeah, with his left foot as well. I don't know if it was a. <laughs> he's pretty good with nah, his left foot. That. Pretty didn't good with his left that. foot. Yeah, he ran onto it with his left foot. But yeah, like like you said, I think uh, with the players that were on, they'd had their they'd had their fun, hadn't they? The, like the likes of and and all those sort of stuff. So that they kind of uh, had their fun, and the the introduction of the likes of Tiago and. Um. Uh, yeah, and eventually, Pritchard when he when he came on. I mean, they kind of mm-hmm. uh, they added a bit of extra energy, and they they wanted to get some goals. They wanted to get in on the action and stuff. So yeah, like you said, the game picked up a bit, and uh, and yeah, Evans did brilliant get. <laughs> I didn't expect Evans to start getting to the byline, but I think that was a kind of sign of the opposition tonight, as much as anything else. Yeah.
1: Um... I mean, they were really poor. Yeah, and and yeah. at that point, their heads had gone down. And a minute later, yeah. there's a beautiful ball played through by Huggins. Was it was Huggins played that ball through to um, yep. to Broadhead. And I mean, a shout-out for Niall Huggins as well yeah. for a great performance. One or two loose passes. But I think you can excuse him that from the energy and the quality on the ball and the way that he brings the ball forward and moves w- with the ball at his feet. Yeah. It's beautiful, but that lovely pass through to Broadhead. Broadhead again, looking for the ball, just bounce up, hit his knee. Defender comes in, tackles him, and Diacu bangs it home. Yeah, love, yeah, another lovely finish, wasn't it?
0: Again, and and you you were, I mean, we were trying to discuss um, before the game, you know, when, when Diaku was coming on. Is he right-footed? Is he left-footed? Is he can he can he do it with both feet? And uh, he bent that one in mm-hmm. with his left foot, didn't he? Right in the top corner. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you said Huggins I was really impressed with Huggins tonight um I thought he showed real kind of good energy on the left-hand side and you could tell he was a, he was a bit a little bit unnatural on his left-hand side and if it wasn't for the form of Winchester on the right you could see him being a fixture at right back oh, yeah. um I mean we've got yeah. we've got kind of great options all over the pitch um and Diaco proved uh, proved that as well but I mean going <laughs> again with Nathan Broadhead Digging in again. It seemed like the only time Cheltenham wanted to actually tackle was when Nathan Broadhead got <laughs> got clean through. Was through on goal. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I, we're recording not long after the game. We we don't know the injury status. He did go off mm. with about five minutes to go. Um Danny Collins was was hoping that it was. It was just tiredness or cramp or mm. something was tight. I really hope he hasn't picked up something because mm. I can see him just being such an important player for our season. Because yeah. these games, you know, we're Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. We're gonna need to use the squad, aren't we? And yeah. we used it so well tonight. And this team, half of these players have been playing fantastic in the league cup. They've got into the last sixteen and now they've done it in the league as well. These this is the lineup that scores goals, isn't it? Not yeah. like the not like the first eleven. <laughs>
0: Well, ab absolutely, and and this is the type of fixture. I mean, going back, Jack Ross, Phil Parkinson, this is the type mm-hmm. of fixture where we might have won on Saturday, and then we come on Tuesday night and we draw one one, and it's a smelly, horrible game, and the opposition sit on the edge of their box, and we play one up front and don't really go for it, and we we just end up kind of petering out to a draw and getting a point. Tonight, I mean, I think he surprised a few people given Dan Neil the rest, given you know. Um, you know Doyle being out and you know changing it up with O'Brien in there but he went 4-4-2 and he he actually yes he he, br- he brought those players out but all of the changes he made especially at the other end of the pitch in terms of the shape was all positive so he he was going right. he was going for the throat of Cheltenham and saying we we're, we're going to win this and we're not you know it's not going to be like an exhibition it's not going to be a cup game it's not going to be a you know a smelly horrible draw we're going to go out and we're just going to get three points and um proper old school 442 two up front working working yeah. together and, and it, I enjoyed it and
1: it worked I mean it, it totally did I mean we we have got to finish up um pretty soon but I'll just go through some stats actually I've just looked at the stats for the game we had 63% possession that's no that's no um shock but 22 shots in the game 10 on target because uh, that reminds me, there was a couple tipped over at the end by their keeper as well. It could have been a lot higher. This score, yeah. you know, eight corners to three, and th- and I think those three were quite fortunate yeah. to-, to get three corners in the game. That- that's a dominant a dominant performance, and and it puts us top of the league because Wigan have lost two one at home to Sheffield Wednesday, who obviously we've still got to play, um, and a lot of goals in the league today as well. Ipswich finally finding their goal scoring form, but they are like towards the bottom of the table, and they beat Doncaster six 0 We had five one at Oxford um, against Accrington three 0 Rotherham, Rotherham beat Wimbledon. I mean, there's goals everywhere. Bolton, who we played, and we know that they're good, beat Charlton four one away from home. You know, what? and and our opposition on Saturday, Portsmouth, came up against everyone's bogey team this year. Um, Burton Albion and lost 2 1. So the league is there, the league is there for the taking at the minute. I mean, we are we've played nine, we've got 22 points and 11 uh, plus 11 goal difference. What a position to be in, mate!
0: Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Um, you know, th- three points ahead of uh the player, well, Milton Keynes in, in third with a game in hand. I mean, we would have kind of snapped your hand off for that, you know, kind of you know, coming into God, yeah. uh nine, ten games of the season gone. Um, but, I mean, I'm just going to caveat, I mean, look, absolutely fantastic. We we made some changes, I mean, played some nice football, absolutely fantastic. But again, we've said it a couple of times, Cheltenham were poor tonight and It's going to be oh god, they were awful. They, they, were, they were very poor. I mean, the worst team I've seen certainly this season. Oh, and yeah, I mean, if you, they came up with Bolton and they looked like two completely different sides, they finished above Bolton, yeah, yeah. And, and they looked like two completely different sides. Um, and and Saturday is going to be a completely different kettle of fish,
1: yeah, it will be. But I mean, there's nothing like this, yeah, confidence boost. Absolutely. I mean, as I think Gav and, and, and Craig said. The other day on the pod, a team was going to get a scudding off us, weren't they? They were going to get a, a hiding. And and it was Cheltenham in the end. But um, back to back to the League One slog on Saturday. Yeah. We'll have, um, I think, uh, Chris, you've done a, a preview uh, with the Pompey fan and that'll be coming out the next day, I think. I probably think just
0: I, after this. Well, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Probably within an hour of this pod dropping, there'll be another one. And then we'll uh, probably have a reaction after the Pompey game on Saturday as well. Then our normal pod on uh, Monday is coming out. And then we'll probably have the Lasses pod on Monday as well. So plenty of content from Rugby Report. Loads of stuff going on on the website. There'll be loads of analysis of this. I'm sure and yeah so get reading get listening and thanks for listening flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans